Welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast for episode number 183, Wonder Has Soup. Good soup. <laughs> it's good soup. He so wasn't ready for that. I wasn't. I wasn't. I also wasn't ready for you to actually know what episode we were on. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I'm cooking today. We're cooking. Flabbergasted, man. Bro's flabbergasted. What a word. What a word. So what kind of soup we souping? It's a homemade vegetable beef soup or vegetable elk soup. A vegetable beef. It's a vegetable and some kind of meat soup. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Some kind of meat. That yeah, could be, doesn't terrify could be me at all. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to tell by like taste and texture, but hey. I don't know. I mean, I've never tasted human before that I know of. Well, no, but you should be able to tell what kind of meat that is unless it genuinely tastes like nothing you've ever had before and then maybe stop eating it. But it tastes good. <laughs> this fucking guy. That would be your response, wouldn't it? I can't stop eating it, officer. It tastes good. Fucking gnawing on a human hand. <laughs> well, if it was a human hand, I think I'd have a little more issue nah because it tasted good you you were fed it while you were asleep i gotta find this allergy pill i just dropped because uh the dog will eat that later well then he won't sneeze as much i guess i don't know Ah! man doesn't want his doggy to die yeah it's almost like i'm a good pet owner sometimes i mean that and your you know, your past pets have. Yeah, they have, have. Yeah, they have a tendency of just dying one day, dying out of the blue. So, well, who knows? When there's a lot of, of when two of your pets have been poisoned, you do what you can to make sure you don't poison them. Yeah, so that you know it's the shitty neighbor. Well, the 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 issue is like it's either the neighbor or we have plants that grow around here, like hemlock and shit, because. Three dogs ago, he shot it. Mocha. Yeah. And then Snickers got sick, and Huckleberry got sick. There was was tougher, because he didn't die. He tried not to. Poor little fella. Both of them. Huck actually got to the vet. Snick was old. He was an old man. Yeah, I know. 11-year-old Chocolate Lab, he fucked Wonder up a few times. Yeah. That dog was yeah. great. <laughs> the dog used to be bigger than me, and he would um, sometimes have his way with me. Well, no, that's not what I meant. I mean, you trying to, you in the dark playing the run around, run away from the dog game. Oh, yeah. When the he dog, tried to tear both- smarter than Wonder, reverses the other way to cut him off. Fucking takes him out at the knees. Well, I don't think the dog understood what was going on. He just, you know, because I can't remember what we were doing, but I remember we were chasing you were just him. you were just running chasing him yeah, around the fucking and he got the, campers. He got the like hella zoomies, and I like got tired, <laughs> so I like I like stopped, and he reversed and came back around. <laughs> And didn't see me when he came around the corner, and he just smokes me. And I had both. I was bent over, you know. Oh, yeah. And I had both my knees locked. And he tried to tear both my ACL. And that wouldn't have been the first ACL that dog ever tore. Yeah. 
Yeah, he had a tendency of uh, tearing ACLs. I'm just, you know, I could not believe I didn't tear them. Because, yeah, I that mean, was he, nuts. He, he, I, he that, smoked me so that hard the that hard... I, like, head planted. Wonder played football, but that was the hardest hit he'd ever experienced. <laughs> it really was. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, because I'm usually the one that does the hard hitting, you know? I'm not the one that gets hit. You know, and if I do get hit, I'm prepared for it. Mm. I was not prepared for this whatsoever. Get wiped out by a chocolate lab that weighs like 140 pounds. Oh, and yes, for those of you asking, it is a chocolate lab, and his name was Snickers. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. <laughs> That's a little aggra- Oh, wait, when does Madden come out? And is EA gonna give it to me for free? Apparently, in two hours. In yeah. Well, now it's like in an hour. Oh. Is EA going to give me Madden for free? Uh, no. Ah. Oh. But I can, what is this? I, I actually can't talk about it probably, but. Ooh. 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 What the fuck is it, though? I don't know. I can't see your screen, so. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to tell you what the thing is about but i can tell you all right we're looking up this game obviously it's an ea game immortals of avium it's an upcoming first person shooter developed by ascendant studios what have they made in the past sorry uh do be um what have they made in the past? I don't see anything. Apparently they're a triple-A studio that's never made a game. Hello? Wonder? Have they never made a game? Well, no, this is. I think this is their first game. Like, yeah, actually. Well, usually the first game is make or break for studios, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Ascendant Studios... It was founded in 2018 um, after Telltale Games went bankrupt. Most of the developers... Oh, so it's like all of the... It's most of the developers from Telltale Games who made all the, like... They made, like, Telltale, The Walking Dead and stuff, and... Yeah. They made a lot of games. Hmm. What else did they make? Uh, they made a bunch of CSI games, apparently. I didn't know that. They made Jurassic Park, the game. They made a Law and Order game. The Walking I Dead. That game. The Wolf Among Us. Apparently they made a Game of Thrones game. Didn't know that. The Telltale Batmans. Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series. But yeah. So all the Telltale developers now work at Ascendant. And yeah, we're getting the Immortals of Avium. Oh, I think I saw this during one of the showcases, actually. Uh, Immortals of Avium, a single-player first-person magic shooter that tells the story of Jock. Maybe. J-A-K. Jock. Jack. I don't, I don't I don't know. As he joins an elite order of battle mages 
Save oh. a world on the edge of abyss. Master three colors of magic and unleash spells and deadly skill in a game that defies FPS conventions. Um, inter yeah, I've definitely seen this. I'm intrigued. That's all I got. That's that's <laughs> all I know. I'm intrigued. I'm saying nothing else ever. To be fair, everything I'm reading is just straight off their website about the game. Yeah. Just reading the Immortals of Avium thing. <laughs> is it yeah, like a multiplayer been... FPS game? Because that'd be sick. This game could I've be I've just cool. been uh, playing Boulder Gate. Yeah, I like can't. That's uh, weird. Though. It's gonna take me so long to get through it. I just can't play it while I'm streaming. So I like. Yeah, like, I feel like that shouldn't be a thing. But... There are a couple other story games that I started playing almost a year ago, but because I can't play them on stream, I just still haven't beaten them. Fair. Because I yeah. like I. If I can't stream the game when I'm not streaming after I've done videos and done all of that. When I have an hour to game, half the time, I just want to, like, chill and hit baseballs, play right. some shooty hoops. I don't know. I don't like, I don't know. In my free time, I play more brain-dead games. Right. So, like, finding a day where I can just sit back oh. and play Baldur's Gate all day is tough. Yeah, well, Baldur's Gate is a definitely not brain-dead game. Right. It's like a strategy game. and Yeah. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah... I thought, you know, I didn't realize you could play with other people, too. I didn't know that. Yeah, which is kind of... I'm going to have to keep trying to fuck with it to get it to work on stream better, but fuck. Yeah. It but just runs Every so time bad. you go to play with somebody, you have to, like, basically start from the beginning. Well, you once know? you... I think once it would save progress as a game, so, like, we can go to play in a group with each other, we'll have to start over... But every time we mm -hmm. log on and play together, we continue that story and leveling that character. Right, my... right. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd have to start over one more time, but I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know a lot of... Um, I know what happens with a lot of it so well, far. I, I haven't made it to the second stage yet at all, but... I don't I'm know nothing about to... nobody. Yeah, yeah, well... Uh, yeah, I was just right before you, because, you know, I wasn't sure how long it was going to be before you finally got a hold of me, so I'd oh, yeah. been playing, and uh, I, I was preparing to, to fight uh, one of the big scary monsters that likes to wipe out my entire group before I even get to go once, so. Yeah, oh, dude, I scared the, f I shocked Miller football during the Broncos preview. Really? Yeah, I'll see if I can get where his face pops, yeah. Dude, I'll, I'm just going to send you this video on TikTok. Watch it real quick. Because we were talking about, like, Denver's biggest free agency additions, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it's probably Samaj P. Ryan, the running back. Because in this offense, he's going to – just watch the video now, but and I'll finish okay. saying it. I'm on a mute, though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we don't hear my dumbass voice twice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's incredible, though. I reposted. Oh, 
I broke this man's brain. When it cuts to Miller's face, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, Samaj P. Ryan. He's gonna fill the Darren Sproles role. What? How bad is that? <laughs> I don't know what happens in this conversation after that, but yeah, that broke his brain. He forgot Darren Sproles was like a big part of Sean Payton's offense. Samaj P. Ryan is just gonna be big Darren Sproles. Adult-sized Darren Sproles. Oh, no. That's great. <laughs> His face was like... <gasps> I never even thought of that. Man, geek might know ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, I gotta make this video, but it seems like such a pain in the ass. That's why I haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. Dude, putting effort into TikTok videos, like, actually hurts my soul. At this point, they don't get any views and no one cares. So, like, actually caring about them, it's the lowest priority thing for me. Right. I, I Every time I post a video, I just, like, lose five followers anyways. So it's just like, mm -hmm. meh. Um, but I keep seeing people talk about Anthony Richardson's first drive with the Colts. And they don't understand what happened. So he throws an interception. And it looks like a bad throw. He overthrows his guy, throwing off his back foot, whatever. But when you actually, like, slow it down, and you'll hear them say, this corner blitzes, right? And you could tell he was going to blitz, and he just beats the right tackle, and it forces Anthony Richardson to rush. And it's like, yeah, but you missed what just happened there, actually. It was the corner that's supposed to be guarding Isaiah McKenzie. You remember him. Bill's mm -hmm. legend. Yep. Isaiah McKenzie call, points it out. He calls it out that it's going to happen. Anthony Richardson then points back at him like, yeah, because when this corner's going to blitz, Isaiah McKenzie's running an out route. When mm -hmm. this corner's going to blitz, though, he's now being picked up by Micah Hyde, who's playing 10 yards deep. So instead of actually running an out route, break it directly into the flat, make a catch, try to pick up some yardage. So when the ball is snapped... Richardson's already throwing, but McKenzie didn't break it. So he runs himself into coverage. Anthony Richardson has to hold the ball and then try to make a miraculous throw off his back foot where it's a bad throw. Did the decision stay good? No, but if the receiver paid attention to the check he made, mm -hmm. it's maybe not a first down, but it's positive yardage. Richardson right. was ready to go, but everybody's like missing that he had read it perfectly. His receiver just did him dirty. And then, yeah, he <laughs> made a bad throw trying to be a hero. You look like an ass. And then he tried to be a hero and wasn't a hero. Yeah. And it's it's fine. But, like, Jesus. Aw, oh, Immortals of Avium will not include multiplayer. That's unfortunate. Oh. All right. Well, uh, what else do we know? Baldur's Gate. I really do want to make that work. I just snorted. Not even like a ha-ha snort, just a... I don't know why. Apparently I'm a pig. A random snort? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's now official. That's wild. 
Dalvin Cook is a New York Jet. Oof. So the Bills are fucked. Yeah. Also, dude, Hard Knocks has been released so far. Like, they've released at least one episode. Aaron Rodgers looks terrifying. Yeah, I don't see Russell Wilson in Denver. Like, a lot of people are saying, this reminds me of last year, Russ in Denver. Yeah, no. Rodgers, like, looks like yeah. he found the love of the game again. And I don't know. He just... Dude, watching a couple throws, the perfect play by the Jets' defense. And they're like, this probably could have been a sack. But here's Aaron throwing across the field to a guy you can't see. And he just drops it in the bucket for a touchdown. It's like, dude, I love the Jets defensive coordinator. He's just like, we're going to be in every game. No doubt. We just got to get some stops. That's it. And look at this. This is a perfect play. There ain't another motherfucker on this planet who can do what he just did there. So it's okay. <laughs> Nobody else is doing that to you. <laughs> I'm just surprised that he was able to jump in, you know, replace QB1 mm -hmm. and QB1, former QB1, just be like, you know what? Instead of getting pissed off and hating the world, I'm going to take this opportunity to learn from oh, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yes, Zach Wilson. Yeah. To learn from one of the best QBs to ever play football. Dude, Zach Wilson is so ready to cook, I think which I hate because he's supposed to be bad. But he's like, he didn't get butthurt about it. He's like, all right, they replaced me with Aaron Rodgers. Also, there's only oh. so bad you can feel about that. Oh, one of the five greatest to ever do it is replacing. Ah, fuck. Well, not only that. But you can be me, a little bitch about it, it like, or you can right, or you can but, just but be about I it. I would have been the same thing same thing as him. I would have been like, this is a great opportunity. Yeah, let's cook. To to what better opportunity to learn how to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league than right. to learn from one of the best quarterbacks in the league, yeah. you know, maybe to ever play football, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, there's a world where, you know, Zach Wilson becomes a really good quarterback just from learning from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I hate it, but it, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, I like, it. I don't know. We're seeing, I hate Zach Wilson. So I, I don't know. <laughs> But, I mean, I was right, so it doesn't really change much. I called out right. that he was going to be bad. And, guys, you got to stop posting Dalvin Cook in the number four. I don't think he's wearing that. Because one of the Jets corners, who's like a top 15 corner, wears that. I don't think Dalvin's getting four. He's probably going back to 33. Or he's going with something entirely brand new. Maybe. But I don't think he's getting number four again. I don't know. I think Dalvin Cook can still be scary. So, <laughs> yeah, he may be getting uh, up there in age, but that one's the weird one. Ezekiel Elliott signed with the Patriots. So to all the yeah, to all the Ramondre Stevenson fantasy owners, uh, you lose. I'm glad I still have. Ezekiel Elliott on my one of my leagues, my fantasy leagues. <laughs> yeah, I think I picked him so, up, or I might have ended up trading him to you. I don't know. I don't know. You what did. Happened. You yeah. traded him to me <laughs> for uh, Sanders. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, no, I mean one in of one of the new leagues. Oh, oh, oh. I know I picked leagues. him up, but uh, I might have traded him. Our, uh, um, yeah, the Dynasty League, because you were hating Miles Sanders. And I was like, oh, I'll rock with Miles Sanders. Bro helped me almost well, win that You league. traded me Miles Sanders and a third-round pick for... Yeah, you got Zeke and... And I got Zeke and a third round pick, and then you got my first round pick and Miles Sanders. Yeah, because you were because you hate Miles Sanders started off the year. You did the same thing I did when I traded Derrick Henry. You traded mm -hmm. him when he was at his lowest, and then immediately after he was off your team, he fucking skyrocketed, and you looked like a moron. Right, but like you go back and look at his history. Like, he had one game that had more than, like, fucking 18 points. I think. I don't I'm think that's sure. true. Let me look here. Let me look. I think like he, he cooked. He didn't do horribly, I don't think. But there was just, like, every time I would start him, he would do absolute dog shit. So, I wanted somebody who was a little more consistent. Ezekiel Elliott is a more consistent player. He at least scores a certain amount of points every game. Uh Oh, we really got to get Cody to accept that trade. I did tell him about it, and yeah. I, I'm sure he forgot about it. But when I see him again, I'll... Wait, that was that him. must not have been in my league, unless I dropped Miles Sanders at some point. You might have. Um, I don't feel like I did. Um, but I feel like that was that league. Are you in... What yeah, other leagues have, are you in? Do you have Zeke have in that league? league? Yeah, I do. Yep. Yep, it's what's this Dude, league. Where the fuck did I put Miles Sanders then? Did you trade him? I don't think so. Um, um Yeah, actually I did. Oh so. Oh, because I win. Cause I traded him for Bijan. Mm hmm Yeah. I traded for him, sure. Christian Gonzalez, my first round pick next year, which like who cares? Dude, as long as if Bijan is what he's supposed to be, having him and Justin Jefferson, I own this league now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also have Jameer Gibbs, DK Metcalf, Kenneth Walker, Lamar Jackson. Brother, I cooked. Oh, and now that yeah. Dalvin's on a team, he like can count for points on my team now. Sick. Yeah, so the reason I traded for Ezekiel is because when I traded for him, he was consistently... Consistently, one of our internets just died, like always. Was it mine or Wonders? Was it mine or Wonders? It was mine. Game where scored three points. So I have no like... clue what happened. My internet died. Oh. Yeah. You... Well, you're still there. I wasn't, though, actually. Oh. Yeah. Oh, where did I leave off? Uh, you said when I traded for Zeke, and that was about oh. it. <laughs> I said when I traded for Zeke, he was consistently scoring over 15 points. For like seven games in a row, he scores over 15 points. Yeah. Lionel Sanders was scoring, he'd score like, he'd score five points. Then the next game, he'd score 12 points. Then the next game, he'd score 7 points. Then the next game, he'd score 25 points. Oh, goodness. So I'd start him, and then he'd score 3 points. It's like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah. So I was looking for more consistency. I needed consistency on my team, because my team's decent. Well, then, also, when I made that trade, 
Joe Mixon was hurt. I had another running back that was hurt. I don't remember who it was. But I was like, I I really need a running back that could score me a little, you know, some points, you know, and hope that the rest of my team can carry some weight. And so that's when I was like, I told you, man, I need a running back. And you're like, well, I'll give you, you know, Ezekiel Elliott for Miles Sanders and your first round pick. And I was like, oh, because I refused it at first. You were like, okay. Uh, how about a th- yeah? How about I throw in this third? So third you, round so you pick. still have draft picks. It's just not a perfect one. And I was like, mm, deal. Fuck it. All right, deal. <laughs> Who did I even end Which... up drafting? Um, oh, I think I used your pick to get Christian Gonzalez. You did. Yep. And Which I uh... used to go get. So he, technically, guys, we got to look at Wonder right now and say thank you for Bajan Robinson because. Without Miles Sanders and that first round pick, I don't end up with Bajan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I sorry, think I buddy. picked up. Who did I pick up with your third round pick? No clue. Would have been a rookie. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, what rookies do I have on my team? Um. God, is, uh, there's no way, right? Penny, Singletary, White, Cook, Moore. Did you just call me a whore? No, more. Oh. Red Warner. Uh, Soft Gardner. Uh, where's his win-loss thing? Damn, that fall-off must have been rough. Okay. Who, for me? No, for... Th- 2019 Garrett Cole. He's a pitcher uh, in Major oh. League Baseball. He somehow did not win the Cy Young this year, which is crazy to me. Who got Cy Young that year? No shot. Wait. His teammate. Oh, wow. That's stupid. Okay. Uh, no. Garrett Cole, in his first 25 starts, was 19-0. and with a 1.59 ERA, which means on average in nine innings, he'd give up one and a half runs, uh, 258 strikeouts. He finished that year, though, 20-5, and five, which means he went on a 1-5 skid at the end of the year. That's rough. And then, yeah, he lost out in the Cy Young, which is like the best pitcher award, to his own teammate who had one more win but one more loss. and was worse in like almost every way but like hey you sucked at the end of the year and that's really the bad time to be bad because that's what'll sit on people's brains is like oh you sucked yeah 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 with that yeah, I don't know. Say. I can't figure out who I'd pick for my third round. So yeah, dead, dead. Who knows? Who cares? Because I can't remember. Did did we just have a rookie draft? Or yeah, did we, it was did just that... rookies. And then we had to okay. sign defensive guys. And that's why it looks like I cheated. Because when we signed defensive guys, I didn't. I don't even know if I ended up with the best ones. Uh, Jakey boy ended up with Miles Garrett and Max Crosby. So, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah so, everybody. So I, I mean, my defense is not bad. So yeah, if I can get, dude, there are two trades I'm trying to pull off in our league. If I can pull them both, oh my god. So I got Buckner, Donald, for my D line, and then I got Logan Wilson and. Uh, Damn, Sneed. you ended up with Logan Wilson. Oh. Yeah, Logan Wilson, and then I got Sneed and Fitzpatrick for my DBs right now. Fitzpatrick. And, oh, Minka. Oh, I forget he exists all the time. And then I have Sauce Gardner as a backup DB right now. And I got Fred Warner as a backup linebacker. Yeah, if these trades Mosley go through with Miller and Cody, and I end up with Debo Samuel and Calvin Ridley... The league's cooked. Mm-hmm. It's over. So Plus, I have Cody, Lamar. Do not accept the deal. <laughs> no, it's a good deal for him is the issue. I know. You just forget how deep I am because last year when we drafted, I pissed everybody off because I kept taking players who wouldn't play. D-Hop was suspended for eight weeks. I picked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did I end up with? Michael Thomas was injured, so I picked him. Keenan Allen mm-hmm. was injured, so I picked him. Jamison Williams was injured, so I picked him. So I just had these guys as just bench pieces, and now I'm going to try to use them to go get real players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be goaded. It's going to be goaded. Hopefully. I would prefer I would prefer to land either of the two trades. Debo Samuel or Calvin Ridley, I'm down with either. I'd love both. Right. Yeah. It's just rough that my starting quarterback is injured already. Yeah. He's not even started. You got poor old Joe Burr. But I got Trevor Lawrence as a backup, so. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I'm all right. I remember I stole him from you in one of our other leagues. Yeah, you did. Yep. I got him and Kyle Pitts. I'm the weird. That's the weirdest roster because I'm rocking two tight ends currently. <laughs> I'm rocking well, a tight end in the flex. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you traded for Kyle Pitts, though. Yeah, so. from you and from me. No, Trevor Lawrence and Kyle Pitts. I traded to like from you. I know. Yeah. Yep. I stole them though. Took them right away. But because of that, my team's pretty good too. You know. Judno, and Derek Carr is actually looking okay. Yeah. Surprisingly. I'm not surprised by that. I just don't think the Saints are going to be that good. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I I don't buy this at all. Uh, TJ Hawkinson hasn't participated during team drills at Vikings training camp for the past few weeks due to an ear infection that affected his equilibrium, he tells reporters. Bro, this is the most bullshit reason that he's giving just so he can hold out because he wants a contract, which is valid. But, like, bro, I got an ear infection. I've been out for a month is, like, the funniest thing. Uh, hopefully all that money will make him feel better, you know? Yep. Contract will clear that right up.
Tough. Did you? Uh, oh, you didn't take Trevor Lawrence from me. Yeah, in one of them, league. not not that one. It was on one of the ESPN leagues. Oh, and that might be. Let's not say. I think you be. took Aaron Rodgers from me on this one. No, I don't think I took anything from you on that one. But I got Trevor Lawrence from you in this one. That much I know to be true. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, ESPN. Oh, that team look is not probably not breaking. My ESPN league has just been rough. <laughs> I'm ready for this team to cook in Week Six when Alvin Kamara's back. Now, he looked good last night. Yeah, I just don't have any depth on my bench, which is rough. But yeah, I'm gonna get beat there. Yep. Nah, I might win that. Get beat there. Might win that. Well, uh, I guess I'm not sitting as bad as I thought. Oh, damn, that makes me sad. Apparently, you remember The Blind Side? Yeah. Apparently that movie, like, wasn't right like it wasn't ac accurate i've heard about this i guess i never have and now i'm seeing it yeah michael orr has officially um filed a court petition monday that alleges the couple never adopted him and instead used a conservatorship to make business deals in his name so they just profited off of the fact he was good at football which mm -hmm. is gross. Fucking white people, bro. Right. The petition further alleges that the Tuies used their power as conservators to strike the deal that paid them and their two birth children millions of dollars in royalties from an Oscar-winning film that earned more than $300 million, while Orr got nothing for a story that would not have existed without him. That's fine. In the years, yeah, I heard something about since this. the Tuies have continued calling the 37-year-old or their adopted son, and have used that assertion to promote their foundation foundations as well as Leanne Tuies' work as an author and motivational speaker. Uh, the lie of Michael's adoption is one upon which co-conservators Leanne Tuie and Sean Tuie have enriched themselves at the expense of their ward. The undersigned Michael Orr, the legal filing says. Michael Orr discovered this lie to his chagrin and embarrassment in February of 2023 when he learned that the conservatorship to which he consented on the basis that doing so would make him a member of the Tui family, in fact, provided him no familiar relationship with the Tuies. Mm -hmm. Um... Mike's relationship with the Tui family started to decline when he discovered that he was portrayed in the movie as unintelligent. Their relationship continued to deteriorate as he learned that he was the only member of the family not receiving royalty checks, and it was permanently fractured when he realized he wasn't adopted and part of the family. For years, Orr was chafed at how the blind side depicted him, saying it hurt his football career and clouded how people view him. 
He said that based on the film, some NFL decision makers assumed he was mentally slow or lacked leadership skills. People look at me and take things away from me because of a movie. They don't really see the skills, player, and person I am. Yikes. Well, I hope you win. Right? That's all I can say about that. Um, yeah, poopy people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely wild and awful. You think Tyler Boyd would be a good receiver going somewhere else? I don't know. We'll see, because he probably ends up leaving at the end of this year. Thought so. That's why I asked the question. But but I, I don't know. Because I think he could easily be a wide receiver one somewhere else. I don't. He, well, he's never been more than a wide receiver two in Cincy, so I just, I don't know if I can see it. Behind Jamar Chase? Yeah, I mean... Well, no, even before Jamar, there was T. Higgins and A.J. Green. and Yeah, but I think he's a good receiver, but... Yeah, I just don't know if he's that good. I don't know. That's why I kind of want to see him go somewhere else to see if he is that good. They really got to fix that. The stupid Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> the baseball team. Uh, mm -hmm. They play in a dome. But the roof is too low, so constantly baseballs hit the roof. So, like, stuff that might be a home run doesn't make it out. Stuff that might not be a home run, you'll never know because it's stuck in the rafters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They need to just, I don't know, you're in Tampa, Florida. Why? Why is your stadium not outside, you weirdos? Right. You guys have some of the best weather on the planet. <laughs> yeah, but we need a dome. And then, it might rain. And then you got the opposite. The Rockies are out here playing in the snow in their outdoor stadium at the beginning and ends of the year. Yeah, if anybody should have a dome, it's that, that right? place. Denver, Minnesota, the, those two could probably go for a dome. But they'd never, they'd never pay for a dome, so. Shit, Minnesota barely has a dome for their football team. And I kind of <laughs> wish they didn't, but I also get why they do. Because it'd be like Buffalo Bills. Well, no, it'd be worse. Cause not snow-wise, Buffalo gets more snow. It'd be worse yeah. cold-wise. The last Holy time Min cold. Minnesota's last outdoor game was at TCF Bank Stadium in 2015 or 16. I don't remember if it was pre or post January. But that mm -hmm. wild card game where Blair Walsh missed the field goal, and that was the coldest temperature ever at the kickoff of an NFL game ever. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm good, dude. That's that's the first and last time you'll ever see NFL football players bundled up like that. And then a fucking 97-year-old Bud Grant walking out there in his fucking T-shirt. Yeah. Minnesota legend, Bud what, Grant. Uh, shit. It's because that guy fucking so old he didn't have no nerves left in his body. No, he was that way when he was the coach in Minnesota because we used to play outside. Bro didn't wear a coat. That's just not what he did. I don't know. He's definitely a Minnesota native, that's for sure. I, is he? <laughs> well, yeah, no, he he's like adopted anyway. at, this at this point. Uh, no, he was born in Wisconsin. Oh. Tough. That is tough. Yeah. Wisconsin. 
yeah, it was fucking cold. And that's why I'm good on Minnesota. Have your indoor stadium. Because it's not about the elements in Minnesota, not really. If it was mm-hmm. just snow and it was like, you know, it's 22 degrees in a blizzard, okay. But it's not. <laughs> it's negative 50 in a blizzard. It's like, no, put them inside because, right. like, that's actually the type of cold that'll kill people. Like, Bro, yeah, it'll don't. actually it'll freeze your lungs. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody's like, ah, oh, Minnesota's just weak. No, Frostbite your lungs. They're doing this for, like, the fans more than the players. The players would play out there, but we're yeah. not gonna because there's also too much money on the line. Get fucking frostbite, lose your hand when you're the quarterback. Fucking imagine yeah. Tom Brady gets frostbite, has to retire. Imagine throwing a ball and smacking a helmet when it's negative 50 degrees. Yeah, right? Out. Like, yeah. no. Oh, fuck, it's... Dude, that would hurt so bad. <laughs> I thought it was bad enough around here. Yeah. Minnesota is a place, man. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what moves on. It's like right. living at, I think the only other place that's colder than that is like Bismarck, North Dakota or something. Well, no, probably like Antarctica, all of Canada. I feel like Canada would get pretty cold. Well, you know, the farther north you get. I'm in the United States. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it gets much colder. But, yeah, wild times. Because, yeah, Bismarck's right up there, right along, close to Canada, basically. I believe. I kind of agree this. Uh, Baltimore Ravens have now won 24 preseason games in a row. At this point, I think they'll finally win a Super Bowl when they finally lose a preseason game. (laughs) that's true Jedi just sent me a video that's scary yeah oh his boss bought him Hawaiian punch and put it in the work fridge lol (laughs) lol his boss boss definitely knows who he is yeah for sure (laughs) the Hawaiian punch boy oh man yeah so funny thing so after i got done with my ride today i um get back to the office and the day before one of my coworkers said hey if you get some time after you get done with your ride tomorrow you mind you know popping in the shop and we have something we need welded and we tried to weld it and or we didn't they didn't try to weld it but they looked at it and thought well we don't know what we're doing so the only other person that knew how to weld on the place has been fired so I'm it. So I'm like, all right. You know, can't be that bad. So I figured, so I swing in there. I asked my boss, basically, and I'm like, hey, uh, such and such told me uh, I needed to weld something. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take you up there and we'll show you and, you know, and you can see what you think. I'm like, okay. So we walk up there. I'm like, well, what am I welding on? Well, that thing right there. And I'm like, is that a, is that a diesel tank out of the back of the truck? He goes, yeah, yeah, uh, there's like little tabs welded on it. I don't know if it was factory or what, but that's what we use to bolt them down so they'll slide around the back of the truck because it's apparently leaking right there on the tab. And so I was like, um, on a fuel tank. 
and they they had it setting up right and i looked and i could see where it'd been leaking onto the ground even though they had emptied it out and so i was like well um i'll weld it but as long as you're willing to give me workman's comp you know i i didn't i don't you know and he goes well you know we could like you know you think it'll be bad or do you feel comfortable welding on and i'm like not really it's uh, it's still leaking diesel out of the the crack apparently so i don't yeah. really feel i don't really feel very safe i feel like exploding thing. today i was like and then um well and we got to chit chat and then we we're kind of talking and then i was like yeah you know i was talking about sand volleyball because i played sand volleyball and i was a little sore and he's like well you gotta be careful so you know you don't injure yourself during water season you gotta try and not to do anything that'll injure you during water season and i looked at him and i was all you mean like welding on a fuel tank <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of he kind of hung his head down a little bit and realizing like uh yeah maybe that was kind of stupid to ask you to hey wonder can like, i have you come weld our uh our new gas line while the gas is running thanks yeah like <laughs> i know it's they emptied it out but you still have you gotta let that flammable shit material out. you gotta let it you know well not only not only that yeah. it won't just dry out so diesel's different yeah. because it's like it's an oil technically yeah. it's mixed with oil so that oil sticks to the inside of that metal whether you empty it out or not, you know. So what you usually have to do is you have to fill it up with water and throw some, like, dry ice and shit in there, and then you can do stuff with it. But Or you can uh, you can fill it up with some non-flammable gases or something so that it literally can't burn. But that's that would be hard nearly impossible for us to do. So I was like, uh, I was like yeah, just uh, see what you guys come up with if you want to fill it up with water or clean it out somehow or you know just you know once you figure it out just let me know and i'll, I'll weld on it then but right now i'm not welding on it <laughs> well <laughs> he goes okay well that, that makes sense like yeah yeah <laughs> i said it's not as bad as the guy that asked me to try and make a barbecue grill out of like one of those propane tanks those big propane tanks for a house. What what's so wrong with that? So those are worse than fuel tanks? No, no. The inside of a propane tank, unless it's the steel ones, the like the metal ones that you have for your house and stuff, they're yeah. porous on the inside. And so even though you might not have any gas in the tank, the the gases get stuck in the pores the pores of the, the inside of the tank. So when you go to punch a hole through it with a torch or something like that, it uh, tends to shoot a flame like a flamethrower for like five seconds or so. And or can become a bomb. So, yeah. I had a person ask me to do that and I told him, I, I ain't doing that. He goes, well, why not? And I explained why. And he goes, oh, it won't do that. It's been empty for years. So, all right, well, here's the deal. I'll get the torch set up for you. <laughs> You can punch the first hole then. He was okay. It ain't gonna do nothing anyway. Well, as soon as he punched through that sucker, it come that bl that flame come flying out of there, knocked his hat off his head. <laughs> he didn't get burnt somehow, but that was because he kinda had the torch up over his head like this. And it shot past his head. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> knocked his hat off and he was, oh shit. Yeah, I bet that flame shot out of there like 10 feet. I'm like, well, I tried to tell you, but Pikachu knows everything. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Dude, I. First of all, I wish I could get Madden for free. Second of all, I wish it was actually good. I just. I, no bueno? I played the beta. I It was. Ugh horrible again kind of but i hate it because it's literally trending on twitter which to me just means everybody ever is just like i don't care that it always is bad i'm just gonna spend my money how many times does everybody have to tell you speak with your wallet when it comes to these companies you want them to do better stop giving them money right everybody should be like boulders gate yeah no no oh did you hear about that the, all the developers part. the developers yeah, where like, well you guys gotta lower your standards not all games gotta be like boulders gate we can't afford to do that i'm like what do you get i think the one i seen was blizzard yeah, saying dude. oh yeah we can't afford it i'm like yeah so many fucking companies out there what the fuck are you talking about can't do it yeah Baldur's Gate 3 is an anomaly, not a new standard for the RPG genre. It's rockstar level nonsense for scope. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Devs are urging players not to rate all other games in the genre by such a high standard. Appealing to Larian Studios' unique combination of vast experience and resources. Um... Interesting. Uh, Baldur's Gate... Th several things that separate Baldur's Gate 3 from most RPGs in the market. Long development cycle that started back in 2017. Convince your publishers to let you have the time to work on your fucking game. Right. That's yeah, it. Exactly. That That's it. Because as you can see, you make more money when game good. That is how it works. Like, actually. Yeah, yeah. Look at Baldur's Gate. Exce exceeded expectations. Oh, like, by a mile. It's one of the up. ten most played games ever. Already. Yep. That's Already. insane. And it's barely uh, been out. <laughs> uh, a successful yeah. early access period lasting three years. So have an early access period for your games instead of just releasing them. Let me pay 20 bucks instead of 60 Start playing it early when you know it's going to be bad and then you get the feedback about how bad it is. They have a huge team of over 400 developers, so get a bigger team. Right. Pay people. The license for one of the largest entertainment IPs, Dungeons and Dragons. So make your own. That's the thing. You can just make your own story. It's not that hard. You could pull inspiration. Just don't directly copy D&D. &D. It wouldn't be that hard. Yeah, maybe you should focus on zombies or something. I don't know. This is not a new baseline of RPGs. This is an anomaly. Uh, uh, he noted, trying to reach the same bar without the same experience and advantages could kill an entire group of studios. No, just make good games. How right. other yeah, developers quit, reacted. We're trying to come up with excuses to have shitty games. So, you know, it's just money laundering games, basically. 
oh yeah, we're just gonna market it's... it up big time, make people buy it once, and oh, I don't care if it Insomniac Games design manager Ryan McCabe, McCabe, whatever, urged others not to use singular games to set expectations for everyone because it isn't useful and instead foolhardy. Obsidian Entertainment director Josh Sawyer said having the foundation set and the funding to build things on your own terms is invaluable. This is not about downplaying talented people working on Baldur's Gate 3, but acknowledging this case is atypical for the games industry. That's fair. Most publishers don't just let their studios make games. But to me, part of that is on the studios. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. If it's not ready, it's not ready. It cannot be that hard to convince these studio execs. It's not your job to convince the shareholders. Like, actually, as the studio, that is the actual executives at the publisher's job to convince the shareholders. You just have to tell the publisher, this is how the fuck it works. And now you can, instead of berating Baldur's Gate for how good it was and then saying, well, we just can't do that. Instead, stop telling the consumer that you just aren't, you're just so lazy and don't want to do it. Go to the executives at your publisher, sit them down and say, this was Baldur's Gate. They had six years of time to work on their game along with this and this, and this is how it sold. Give us the time and resources to make the game. Stop pushing for this specific date. Push it back if it needs to, whatever, because people are willing to wait for a game that's actually good. And if it's actually good, the entire internet will care. People mm -hmm. who never would have played this game will find out, oh, right. damn, it's It'll that good. Yeah. yeah, see, that's that's the thing about Boulder's Gate. People have never played D&D or even know what D&D is and are playing this game because they heard, oh, you need to go play Boulder's Gate. It's awesome. And then it doesn't matter if they knew anything about D&D or not. The game plays itself pretty much. You just It's just like any other game. You learn how to play it, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. No it's, shot. It's... Baldur's Gate 3 already broke its peak uh, concurrent users record, surpassing 875,000 concurrent players. Mm -hmm. Call of Duty could never handle that many people on their servers at one time. That's insane. Right. That's insane. Well, they don't have to worry about it anyway because their games are shit anymore. So they're... they're... <laughs> Their concurrent um, players online are wow. just plummeting. So. Right now it is about 4,000 concurrent players shy of Hogwarts Legacy, which was the biggest Steam launch of 2023. And I'm sorry, I when people say, you know, the D&D IP is so big compared to, I don't know how many games have a bigger IP than, Hog, than Harry Potter. Like... Mm -hmm. Everybody knows Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. um, now, I think the Hogwarts Legacy concurrent players day one thing could have been even bigger. If right, it, but there if was J.K. Rowling didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the all-time peak was actually Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with 3.2 million concurrent players. Jesus. That's insane. Uh, one, two, three, five games ever have had a million concurrent players on Steam. That is Cyberpunk 2077, Dota 2, Lost Ark, CSGO, and PUBG. 
Uh, but the fall from the three point two million for PUBG to second place at Counter Strike. Counter Strike is at one point eight. It's almost du- PUBG almost doubles everybody else. Like nah, nah, <laughs> we got it. That's insane, dude. Baldur's Gate is so good. It is. It is really good. I'm just sad you can't really stream it. Like, yeah, I gotta keep. I gotta. I'm gonna keep trying to figure it out, but probably not tonight. I'm gonna play something yeah. else, but because you're yeah, not gonna have I'm that much gonna, time. So yeah, I'm just gonna continue playing Baldur's Gate until about no, eight. Uh, then... you're gonna play. I right, dude, I was gonna say Fortnite, but I think it's got an update. Yeah, I should. Oh yeah. well, I didn't mean to launch Fortnite. Uh huh. Well, hopefully there's an update because if not, I'm launching Fortnite. <laughs> um. Everybody root for an update. Doodly do. Just close out a Fortnite. Yeah, but it, it has to launch first, which Fortnite launches weird. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this post got deleted. That's cool. Yeah, Baldur's Gate is causing people to, to panic, which is, yeah. Breath of the Wild didn't kill off old open world games. It's because Breath of the Wild was only available to anybody who went out and purchased a Switch. That was it. There was no other right. way to play it. So that's, yeah. I just, you know, I just realized that there's a lot of potential that Baldur's Gate can go from here now. Uh-oh, like, Fortnite's with, reali- Fuck. Oh. With, like, the... the um... Hey, check for an update. Maybe we can go play some Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you me? Wonder we can cook. Can I though? I don't know. It can't be worse uh, than when we play Valorant. But yeah, go back to your story. Um, I forgot. Oh yeah. Um, so I I was saying that you know, with Baldur's Gate, seeing the success that they had with it, you know, they know they should know for future reference, what they need to do and what to, to expect and, and, you know, the de- the deadlines that they need to meet to continue making more D&D games. You know what I mean? Like, Baldur's Gate, like, with, the, with D&D, Baldur's Gate's just a little tiny chunk of B- D&D, which I realize that they have already come out with D and D games in the past that ex- that you know. Oh yeah, there'll everything. be there'll be expansions to this. There'll be everything. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, I I look forward to you know, yeah, expansions and and uh, okay, yeah, Fortnite launches, but I'm gonna close out of it. Yeah, I'm working on it. It's it's the first time I've launched it in months, so it's yeah. uh doing the struggle. Like, oh fuck, yeah. how do we access these files? Hold on, I forgot. Right. But but if Baldur Gate can continue to make games like this, revolving around D and D and the storylines and you know this magnitude of game, I will pay every time for yeah, every right. single one of them from now on. Right. They have my money. Right. Larian, Larian's <laughs> convinced people. Yeah, don't let the money go to your head. Or do like Call of Duty or what? Well, no, because you know. I, because then they just start making, just start throwing shit out there, you know, because right. they're accumulating money, you know. Actually, take your time, 
when you add things or make new game or whatever. Take your time. You are now well funded. <laughs> right. Now you should be able to do nothing but go up from here, you know? You like know. I realized well, you know, I realized that it was a big explosion of games that they didn't expect, you know, of their, you know, popularity. But but I still think that they can improve and, and make new games and you know things like that there, there's a there's a gajillion monsters in that in D D. there's a gajillion freaking storylines and things you can go with and you know yeah th there's just so much to D D. it it's not like you should have a hard time finding you know find some nerd off the street and say hey come up with a storyline and we'll make it into a video game yeah uh, right. at this point this is going to be great no matter what you do. Like, you can't fuck it up from here. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, See, but I, it'd be really hard. That's how you do it. Uh, I don't want to get into the whole argument of this, but I don't think you should disagree. Massachusetts passed a 4% millionaire's tax last year. Now every public school student gets free lunch. See, that is how you do that. That that but, is how yeah. you do that. It is that simple. That, like actually, right. you, you pick the one where you just can't get out of it, and you go, no, this is what you pay now. Just deal with it. Because right. it's the whole thing. Like when when we were dealing with Trump and his tax returns and how he didn't pay that much in taxes, and it's like, yeah, it's because these things exist. They are legal loopholes. Of course, mm -hmm. I'm using them. You can't get mad at him for using them. Get mad at the system for letting them exist. Right. And that's something I applaud Trump for doing because he basically came out and said, Oh, yeah. for what? I, He's I the only the one of those rich. rich fucks who's like, yeah, dude, we're yeah, actually just like, not I, paying. Fuck you. He's like, I know this is the system's rigged <laughs> because I use it. Yeah, right. And, oh, and when God. he in the first, you know, this is when Trump got popular during his first run for president. Is when he that's... basically was during his first debate, and they and they said, "Well, he doesn't pay his taxes," and he goes, "That makes me smart." Yeah. Okay. We're moving on from this because I found something <laughs> more insane. During Jamie Moyer, he's an old baseball pitcher. His first season, Phil Nicro N I E K R O I I don't know was still in the league. During Moyer's last season, Bryce Harper was a rookie. Mm-hmm. It, this is crazy because Nicro signed as a pro in 1958. Bryce Harper wasn't drafted until 2010. Jamie Moyer played with or against both of them. No. Oh. That's insane. That's 60 years of baseball. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, old man was cooking. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of that's true. But all right. We're going to move on. Um, What else do I see? Anything or are we done? I don't know. I, I pretty much shot my shot i don't know dude <laughs> i can't say that again i refuse 
I understand it gets predicted every year and flops, but I finally think 2023 will mark the beginning of the end for Derrick Henry. Bruh, I said that last year and missed. I think Derrick Henry is going to just be like Adrian Peterson, just productive until he finally fades into obscurity. Mm-hmm. That's that's just it. That's wild. But <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, I don't think we got anything else, so... Uh... I don't know what we're going to call this video, but it exists. So thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.